This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, June 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. North Dakotans will vote today on whether to maintain the state's long-time ban on corporate farming. The state legislature last year voted to allow corporate ownership of dairy and hog operations under certain restrictions. Voters today are considering whether to strike down the new law and preserve the long-standing ban on non-family corporations. The issue pits the North Dakota Farmers Union against the North Dakota Farm Bureau. The Farmers Union mobilized a petition to get the new legislation referred to voters. A poll that North Dakota Farmers Union released in March indicated that 75% of North Dakotans supported the corporate ban. The Farm Bureau, which supported the legislation, argues that the corporate farming ban is hamstringing the state's agriculture sector. The vote today will not be the end of the issue. Farm Bureau earlier this month filed suit to get the corporate farming ban overturned. China's soybean production is on the rise. China's on a mission to boost its soybean production, and that could impact imports, according to a newly released report by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. USDA's latest supply and demand estimate put Chinese soybean production for the 16-17 marketing year at 12.2 million tons. The FAS, though, sees it at 12.5 million tons. FAS says that's just the beginning. China's expected to be producing at least 18.9 million tons by 2020, that thanks to a concerted effort under the country's latest five-year development plan. To get there, China's already cutting support for corn production and subsidizing an increase in soybean planting. In the report, the FAS said the government intends for the newly added domestic soybeans to be primarily directed towards food use. By 2020, the government also plans to upgrade the quality of domestic soybeans, increase the protein content by 2% and oil content by 1% from the current level. FAS said the plan may depress imports, but there's no sign of that happening yet. China still forecast to import a record 87 million tons in the 16-17 year, up from 83 million for the 15-16 year. Groups urge House action on catfish inspection. Groups like Freedom Works, the Taxpayers Protection Alliance, and Heritage Action for America anxious for the House to finish what the Senate started and kill the USDA's catfish inspection program. In a series of letters to lawmakers and op-eds, the groups are urging the House to vote on a measure to give back catfish inspection duties to the Food and Drug Administration and prevent the expensive process that the USDA is going through now to take on oversight of domestic production and imports. In an opinion piece published Sunday, David Williams, president of the Taxpayers Protection Alliance, said if the USDA's catfish inspection program is not dismantled, American taxpayers and consumers will end up footing an unnecessary bill. Williams and leaders of 11 other groups sent a letter last week to Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy asking them to take up the measure that the Senate passed on May 25th. Using estimates from the U.S. Government Accountability Office, the groups compared $14 million that the USDA is expected to spend every year and the 700000 the FDA spends. House GOP sets anti-regulation agenda. House Republicans today will roll out the third part of their campaign agenda, a plan to roll back the government's regulations. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway was a part of the task force that was assigned to develop the proposals. 
A key priority of the plan will be to ensure that regulations are minimally intrusive and imposed only as a last resort. Last week, GOP leaders announced principles for overhauling welfare and nutrition assistance programs. Here's today's He Said It. Researchers at USDA are an incredible treasure to our country, and they don't get the recognition they deserve because they're so humbling. That's USDA Secretary Tom Dilsack last night at the National Arboretum Dinner Under the Stars event. But the spotlight was actually on the Secretary. In front of major farm and food industry players, including Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts, Vilsack was presented with the Arboretum's Medal of Excellence, which is awarded to individuals who have made significant contributions in leadership and advocacy in the utilization and conservation of plant resources for enhancing the economic, environmental, and aesthetic value of American landscapes. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, June 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.